this week's episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I am joined by our host, Joanne Gerb, Courtney Staples, Stacey Rollins, and myself, Marcella Zimmerman. Ladies, would y'all care to join? Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to start with who we are. Um, if who wants to go first? Do I have any takers? I will go first. This is Stacy. Hey, ladies. Um, I wanted to just give you a little bit of information about myself. Um, my favorite park has to absolutely be Magic Kingdom because that is just a magical place when you walk down Main Street. You just, do girls just not get that wonderful, fantastic feeling the minute you step down that park? <laughs> it's the best. It is, it is the best. Epcot would be a close second. People who do not want to visit that park, I do not understand. I love that place. Um, I have, my favorite character is Mickey Mouse because I'm just kind of classic like that. (laughs) 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 And, um, my favorite ride is Flight of Passage. I, um, even though it's an animal kingdom, um, and not my favorite park, it is still my favorite ride. And my favorite snack would be, um, the classic Dole Whip. You can't visit Magic Kingdom without one of those. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is Courtney. Uh, My favorite park is Epcot, actually. And that's just because it was the first park that I visited as a child with my family. And so it has a lot of special memories to me. Uh, My favorite character is Belle. And not just any Belle, but Provincial Belle. I prefer her as a... uh, book loving before she became a princess bell uh my favorite ride is actually over at magic kingdom and that is space mountain Uh, it's just a ride that my whole family loves and i really enjoy it and my favorite snack is a spinoff of the dole whip the new peter pan float i love it and i'm so excited that they brought on this new snack so, and my name is Joanne. Um, my favorite park uh, is Animal Kingdom, and that's because I was actually a cast member there um, in its inaugural year that it opened. So um, I have a partial feeling towards that one for sure. Um, so, and my favorite character is actually Minnie Mouse. Um, and let's see, favorite ride, I'm going to have to go with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, even though that's not an Animal Kingdom. Um, and then my favorite snack is going to be the avocado margarita, which is from Epcot's uh, La Cava del Tequila. That's my favorite thing. I have to go have that every trip that I'm there. Okay, and for myself, Marcella, my favorite park is actually Magic Kingdom. There's something special about seeing that Cinderella's castle right in the middle. Um, my favorite character is Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph. She's not your traditional princess, and that's actually why I like her. My favorite ride is Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios, and my favorite snack would be the Mickey Bar. Okay, so um, the news that I have for us today is Disney has announced that they're going to be opening a new nature-themed resort hotel, and it's going to be located uh, in between the Fort Wilderness Campground and Disney's Wilderness Lodge, so it'll be right there kind of on the Bay Lake area. They're set to open this in uh, 2022. It'll have about 900 rooms. So I have found quoted on Walt Disney World News Today from Terry Schultz, which is the senior vice president um, of Disney Vacation Club, that this resort experience will be a celebration of Walt Disney's lifelong love and respect for nature with some fun and even surprising accommodation types that families will find irresistible. I thought that was pretty neat. So um, we're looking forward to a new nature themed hotel resort coming to Walt Disney World. 
Oh, that's so exciting. Um, Joanne? Definitely. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about some of the new things that are um, starting and coming to uh, the parks. So the first one is uh, Vampirina is going to be coming to uh, the Disney Junior Character Breakfast at Hollywood and Vine and Hollywood Studios. Um, she's also going to have her own meet and greet um, starting at the Animation Courtyard starting sometime in November uh, for her. And then in, I think it is December, they're going to be, it's December 22nd. The, there is um, the Disney Junior Dance Party is going to be starting. It's going to take the place of where Disney Junior Live on Stage was. She's going to be also um, in that dance party as well there. Uh, so that'll be new and exciting because a lot of the kids really like her, um, you know, and because they see her on Disney Junior all the time. So it's become a really popular show. Um, the next thing would be Caribbean Beach. Um, a lot of their things have just reopened. They've been under, under construction for a super long time for those that have been there and have seen it recently. Um, but it actually opened up a lot of the stuff um, at the beginning of this month. Um, so there is the new restaurant. The um, Sebastian Bistro is now opened, and that serves like Caribbean uh, fare. And then... They do have the new lobby that is now open, the Centertown Market, uh, which is like their quick service where you can grab and go food. Um, so a lot of that is brand new. Um, and a lot of people have been giving like great reviews about everything that they, they're seeing there. So that's an exciting thing because that's been under construction for a super long time. Um, and then the other new thing is there is Storybook Dining now at Artist Point at Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort. Um, and this is featuring Snow White and the Wicked um, Stepmother, uh, the Wicked Witch, sorry. And um, a few of the other characters from Snow White will be there. And that's going to start December 16th, but you can start booking for that now, um, any th time after that time frame. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all I have for right now. If anyone well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot of news all at one time. <laughs> yes. I am so excited about Caribbean Beach. Mm -hmm. I know. It sounds, I mean, the, from what I have seen online and people talking about it, it, the, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that's still going to be going on is like the construction for the gondolas. You know, that is going to be an ongoing process for a while. Uh, but most of those, even the um, posts for it are up. I think they're just doing like landscaping and stuff around there now. So that, but that'll be for a while yet until that is done. That's going to be an amazing amenity for them to have. Cause I know a lot of people don't want to take the buses and that's just going to be, it's going to be incredible to be able to do that. And you're going to get there so much quicker now too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. They were actually, when it first was um, going into, when they wanted to try to find another way to, um, get people there faster they were actually considering doing boats um, and building canals and doing boats from those resorts but they found that this was a cheaper um, less expense for them to do it this way so that's why we're getting the gondolas there and the only reason why I know that is because one of the boat people had said that at, uh, um, this summer when we were at um, the beach club one of the boat guys had said that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then I'm actually going to talk about ticket pricing. So this week, well, October the 16th, actually, Disney released new ticket pricing for their one-day ticket all the way up to uh, their seven days, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, 10 days. Sorry. So the biggest change that's actually coming with this is previous to this, the tickets were actually good for 14 days from the first day of their use. So now... If you buy a three-day ticket, they must be used within five days. So according to Orlando Business Journal, if you buy a three-day ticket, it's $98 to $115, just depending on the days that you go. So now it's a little more flexible than what it previously used to be. And you do see some ticket prices that did increase from previous ticket pricing, and you do see some that decreased, just depending on the time of year that they're traveling. So you'll also have 
if you have a six-day ticket, they'll have to be used in nine days. Um, seven days must be used in 10 days. And you are seeing ticket pricing itself, like over the extent of the time, is actually decreasing the post to what it used to be. But I think that's actually a pretty good change. It gives people more flexibility. The only thing I wasn't too sure about was that you must use them within a certain amount of days versus being able to have the flexibility to go to a different park or, you know, and, and spend more diff- spend more time at different places. And now you have to use it all at one time. But that actually concludes mine. Um, Courtney? Yes. So Disney has some packages available for 2019 and then one also a special Christmas time package that they're offering. So for 2019, which you can book now, there are there's a magical room and ticket package, and it's valid for stays most nights January 2nd through February 14th and February 24th through March 7th, and then again March 24th through April 5th, 2019. This includes room and tickets for as low as $2,145 for a family of four. And then they also have the play, stay, and dine package where you can save up to $500 on a five-night, six-day Disney World room, ticket, and dining plan package. Um, That is available for most nights January 1st through March 9th, 2019. So those would be good for um, if you're, if you get a winter break time or an early spring break. And then um, the last package, which I think is very, very exciting, um, is the Ultimate Disney Christmas Time Package. And these packages not only give you a room and tickets, but they also offer some exclusive nighttime activities and different experiences with the package. So this Christmas Time Package includes a five-night stay at Select Disney Moderate, Deluxe, or Deluxe Villa Resorts. You check in on December 17th and check out on December 22nd. It includes four-day theme park tickets with the park hopper option and some exclusive experiences like an exclusive nighttime access to Toy Story Land on December 17th, Tickets to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on December 18th. Nighttime access to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park on December 19th. And an exclusive showing of Rivers of Light. And an exclusive holiday-themed buffet dinner um, at Epcot on December 21st. And that package can begin being booked on October 22nd. Um, through December 2nd. Uh, it's a great package, but you do your your travel dates cannot be flexible on that. It is only for check-in on December 17th and check-out on December 22nd. So if you are interested in any of those packages or um, would like for a Marvelous Mouse Travel Agent to find another package that would fit your family, be sure to check us out at MarvelousMouseTravels.com. I want that ultimate Christmas package myself. So do I. I know. I know. Doesn't it tell me? I know. I texted yes. my husband that information as soon as I spread it. I was like, do you see this? <laughs> we check in on December 19th um, for our trip. And I'm already taking off one day of school. I was like, I don't think I can take off three days of school right before Christmas. So Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I would be tempted. Oh, I would be tempted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So let's go ahead and talk about Mickey's Not So Scary. Mickey's Not So Scary is like an awesome party. Um, we actually got to go. It will run through select nights from October 31st or through October 31st. You're able to get in at 4 p.m. on the day of your party. If you're a DVC member, you can get in at 2. And um, there's lots of stuff to do. There's trick-or-treating. There's character meets that are um, very rare characters that you don't normally see in the parks. There's dance parties for the kids and for the adults there's um this awesome hocus pocus show a parade and of course disney fireworks um so let's go ahead and start with trick-or-treating 
Okay. Well, I first of all want to say that Disney does not cheat you when it comes to the good candy. <laughs> no. <laughs> they give you the good candy. And I might or might not have gone through a line twice because they had my favorite. And I it? even asked for the gummies. <laughs> Just What's gummies. Your What's your favorite? That you this is for? my husband's favorite part of the Halloween party. Uh, I think he waits all year to just so he can get bags and bags of candy. I had a friend of mine who I didn't think would be that obsessive about it. And she, she started with her two bags and we sat down to go watch the parade and she came back with three more bags. I'm talking (laughs) a grown woman (laughs) and it was just four adults on this trip. There were no kids involved and she had no shame. Um, And you just, they will, they will just give you another bag and you can just keep pouring candy into that bag. She had to bring, her candy in its own personal suitcase since she didn't have she would have hit the weight limit coming back oh my um, gosh but yeah. so <laughs> do you guys know or remember I don't I remember reading something about this a long time ago but do they still do um treats for kids who have allergies and stuff like that yes they do they do they yes. give you a special bag oh that's good okay. so it lets the cast members know and then I believe you get a token from them that you can then turn in for for an allergy-friendly treat. Oh, that's super cute. That's good to know. Yes. And we bring our own bags in instead of just the little ones that they give. Um, so that it's just easier for the kids to all keep their separate and they don't have any fighting or right. anything like that. <laughs> So the kids will bring their their regular trick-or-treating bags and just fill them up. Um, and then my husband brings his backpack uh, that that he fills up with candy. Right. Oh, so. That is too funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and when we talk about, like, the good candy, we're talking, like, M&M's, like, Milky Way. And they don't, like they, like you said, they don't hold back. Like, and they're brand name candies. It's not like you're going out and finding like Tootsie Rolls in there or anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's locations throughout the park where they're all on the map too that you get when you walk in so that you know where they are. And they're easy to spot because they have these big blow up orange they almost kind of look like cones that you would see um, out on the side of the road for like a, a sale or something. So it's easy to spot the trick or treat locations throughout right. the park. Like you're able to tell them like, my favorite is this. And they are very good about picking those out. Aww. And they'll pick them out for you and put them in there. <laughs> yes. I just remember that. Yes, they are. Into the bins and just like, Stuffing yes, their hands they are. with tons of it and just throwing it into the bags that were coming. Like, I just remember my kids being like, oh, my gosh, that's so much candy. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. Hey, but then and they must have a, a policy at the end of the night that they can't have any candy left in their uh, Yeah, that's got to be. Because they, like, dump it. at the end of the night, they are even more generous. <laughs> um, so just a little tip if you're... <laughs> On your way out, you might want to find a cast member with a, a bin still relatively full. <laughs> very nice. Yes, there is no holding back. And then they even have a couple of bonus areas where you can actually, like, if you get onto a ride, you can take the ride and kind of for Space Mountain. I wouldn't do Space Mountain because I was scared of the dark. <laughs> But if you're brave enough to do Space Mountain, there's even an extra bin in there right after the ride for you to go fill up on your candy, too. Yes. That's, I've heard, okay, so I didn't do it. I don't know if y'all did it, but I've heard that Space Mountain in the Dark is incredible. I just, I couldn't. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes, my family we, did uh, it, but I chose to sit as well. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> Am I the only one that did it? No, you have to do it at least once. <laughs> oh, yes. I like it. I preferred it in the dark. Um, I just, I don't, it was just a really, really neat experience. It was very cool. Yeah, it's See, just a neat, that's a neat ride. I, I can enjoy. say that I was going to do it, but the lights turned on when we were on people mover um people mover oh that's another thing if you're on people mover going through space mountain that is pitch black as well but when we went 
it actually broke down. So we got to see Space Mountain with the lights on, which is usually, yes, it's one of those rare finds that you get. So that was also my sign that I probably shouldn't get on it. And that, (laughs) you know, it's meant to be. So I didn't do it. (laughs) I really enjoyed um, interacting with the pirates in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. One came up I, and scared some kids when he started talking because they didn't expect for him to be there. So I, I think you should discuss that because like a, a lot of people probably don't know that that is specific to the party. That's right. It really right. is. They just for the party, they have they did some things, some ride overlays for different rides and Pirates of the Caribbean was one of them. And they really tried to bring it to life and bring a story about it um, with live actors. So all these little cages that you usually just kind of look at all the things on the inside, there were actually actors inside there interacting with you throughout your wait time experience. That is super cute that they did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of wish the, that they would keep only, him. This was in the queue they were doing this? Yes, in the queue. Oh. But on the ride itself, you have um, Gunpowder Pete. If I'm not mistaken, that's his name. Yes. Um, he's actually standing above you on one section of the ride without me giving oh, away no too much. Way. And he, he will interact with your boat. So that... Like I really wish that they would keep live actors in there because it it made the ride special with oh that effect in there. It really did. It would be even more yes. special if they got Johnny Depp to go in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one can hope that that will happen one day. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> but that was fun. Did anybody do the teacups? Because I loved the teacups. I loved what they did with it. Yes, we did the teacups, I think, three times, uh, which is also a great perk of these parties is that the lines are really not long at all. Uh, Not that the teacups has an unusually long line regularly, but uh, they had really cool lights and some different music, Halloween-like music. Uh, So it was a lot of fun to just kind of put a different spin on it. I like the actually, I like the fog element of of it as well on top of the lighting it just it added so much to the ride um but that was I love that overlay like that was probably one of the best ones that they kind of came up with during this time period yeah this is the the first year (laughs) that they're doing it right all this new stuff with the rides itself yes yes oh also Space Mountain remember they have music now they changed the music inside the ride itself too so it's more of a, um, for those that did it, it's it's more of a rock theme music, correct? If I'm not mistaken, that's what I had read somewhere. Yeah, I think I don't you're remember right. If it was different. Okay. Well, did anybody right. meet any special characters while they were there at the party? Um, I can say, well, I can, I, say in the, I can say in the past I have, <laughs> um, not this year I didn't, but, um, you know, in the past I have done, um, Jack Skellington and, you know, that kind of thing. And the um, seven dwarves, um, you know, those characters. Yes. I would say that meeting the characters needs to be, if that is a really big priority for you, then by all means uh, do it, but know ahead of time that there are some long lines to meet those characters. So you have to know that ahead of time and like definitely get online as soon as you get there (laughs) so that you're in the front of that line and not all the way in the back because it could be a long time. Right. And a lot of people take advantage of that four o'clock opening and get in line for those characters at that time. So um, I always just tell uh, clients that if that's a really big priority for you, then we'll make it work. But my family just, that's not really a big deal to them. So we'll, we'll walk past them and see them and uh, wave, but we usually don't wait in line to see uh, some of those characters. Yeah. I think I used to do it, you know, when we first started going and then once I met them, I don't need to do that anymore. So that's why 
I don't do it currently. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so many of them are rare, especially seven dwarves. And I mean, even Moana. Moana, you can't find her any other time other than, you know, this party or even the, the Mickey's the Christmas, not, yeah. the Christmas party. Um, but that's, if people really want to meet them, like those would be the time that they would have to meet these extra rare characters. Jack Skellington's line though starts like at four o'clock. As soon as that park opens, yeah. that yes. line will start. Yeah, but like early. If you do want to do some of the characters and you don't want to wait in line, there's also the dance parties. And especially like you can meet Sully and um, Mike from Monsters Inc. They even have like now Vampirina's even in Magic Kingdom doing their dance party for the Disney Junior one. So there's different ways to meet different characters along the way. But I like the, the dance parties. I just wish, well, I wish that you could spend more time with the characters. I understand that we're dancing around and like you can't really, you're not going to get a post picture, but your kid interacting with the character, especially in that time period, and it's not so restrictive is I think one of the highlights of the party, to be honest with you. Oh, yes. My kids remember dancing with the characters, even, you know, three years ago when they were really little. They still remember the dance parties more so than even the character dining that we did. Uh, So it's a a great experience for kids. And the music isn't bad either. (laughs) That's the fun part of that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's enjoyable for both adults and children. (laughs) Exactly. You can dance off all those calories from the kids. Exactly. (laughs) That's when all the sugar can start to get. But you do find a lot, like this year they had Boo. And I love seeing Boo in the park. And she doesn't come out very often, but she was there this time. Um, So even there, you do get some like pretty hard to find characters as well. I know like Doc McStuffins was coming out. uh, Timon was there I can't remember who else was the Disney Junior one but you do get more rare characters that show up for these parties especially Vampirina Vampirina had a huge I mean just circle around her of just little kids that were so anxious to see her and she's adorable by the way I love Vampirina yeah that's, that's a cute show <laughs> My daughter has chose to be here for Halloween. So oh, that's, thank you. Oh, that's, that's sweet. A bad vampirina love in this house. So. <laughs> so did any of you all, did you, did you guys dress up for the party? Any adults? I did not. I, I don't did either. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, my whole family dressed up. We did a group costume. Oh. Uh, and we were the Mouseketeers. Oh, my gosh, how Aww. cute. Oh, that's cute. Like the original Mouseketeers. It took a little bit of coaxing to get my little ones on board to not be a princess or a pirate. <laughs> but uh, once they saw that we were all matching and then, you know, all like, oh, a Mouseketeer, uh, they loved it. So I encourage adults to dress up as well. Um it's a lot. It, it just made it a lot. It of is fun. cute. It's so much fun to watch them walking around and seeing what everybody is as a family. It's super cute. Yes. But one of my favorites that I saw was, were the um, Mine, Mine, Mine seagulls oh from Finding Nemo. Oh, yes. <laughs> I lo- it was so cute. <laughs> How cute. It was great. And people get so inventive with their costumes. I saw a lot of up characters. And I really want that. That's what I wanted to be. But, oh, like some people get so creative with these things. And it's hard because it's still so mm-hmm. hot in Florida. And so finding costumes um, that are weather appropriate can sometimes be, you have to be a little creative <laughs> with them. Absolutely. So what about when it rains? Do you have a plan for when it rains? Because I know like everything is still open. Everything will still continue to go. But like, I know the night I went, we got very fortunate we didn't get any rain. No, we've been four times now, and I, we've been, it hasn't rained a single time. So we're very fortunate. We had a shower while we were there, but it did not, you know, dampen the time. I've We have a policy at our house. It's called poncho and go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you just poncho and you go. <laughs> and, but it didn't rain out the party or anything like that. We still had a great time. 
Oh, God. I think one year I was there when it rained. It was pouring, actually. And I think they were moving in, like, the trick-or-treat uh, sections inside buildings so that we didn't have to be all outside. The cast members weren't outside. Uh, so we they were opening up some of the quick service restaurants and they were having them in there at the time. I don't know if they still do that kind of stuff, um, but they did that a few years back. See, I tell people if it's raining, it may be raining, but the parks clear out when it rains. So it's kind of to your advantage that it's raining. Um, and I mean, we've just, we've, we haven't hit rain yet. I know at some point it'll happen. But I've always kind of wondered what, like, other people's plans are because we keep going. Like, we don't stop. I'm kind of like you are where you put on a poncho and you just continue with where you're going. Um, and we also pack right. some extra socks, too. <laughs> on that bus ride back, like, you don't want to be walking around wet socks. Well, that's super smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just keep going. And, I mean, it's only that one night that you got to do it through, you know. So, but, the you know, everything still goes on. The only thing that might be um, different is usually the parade um, doesn't set out the um, headless uh, what's his name? Oh, the headless horse. Headless horse. Yes, thank you. He won't go down if the ground is wet. Um, but that's basically the only thing. And then the fireworks might be delayed or whatever. He is the highlight of the parade itself. Oh, like just watching so and hearing him like coming down. It is. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it it's always favorite. our favorite part. It's probably our favorite part of the entire party is seeing the headless horseman. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. it isn't raining, you want to be there at least what 15 minutes before the parade begins to be able to see him. Uh, Cause it is, it is amazing. And they do forewarn you that it's fixing to happen. So it's, as long as you're in the general area, you're going to hear a warning that he's fixing to come down. Plus, all the cast members will be moving everybody's feet off the actual pavement. Right. Just in case, too. So you'll start to see all of that before he starts making his way. Yeah, but that the, actually, that parade is one of my favorite out of every parade that there is. It's my favorite one. Yes. <laughs> it's the Halloween one. I just love it. What's I your favorite it. part? I think... I have two favorites. It will actually, it's the same theme though. It's all the haunted mansion um, section of the parade. So it's the grave diggers with their shovels. I, yes, I love it. I think it's amazing to watch that. And I love the costumes of the haunted mansion dancers where they're all like in white, their whole costume is, um, and their hair, their makeup, like everything. So they look, they look like ghosts going dancing down main street i think that part it just blows me away every single time i love it did anybody notice this year the baton twirler that was like a highlight for me they added a baton twirler to the show and she had a glowing baton um twirling the baton at night and i just loved that portion oh is that by the sugar rush um rush girls Yes, it was kind of in that same, yes, in that same part of the parade. Oh, okay. They just did a feature on her um, on the cha- on the TV show that they did on Freeform recently called Decorating Disney's Parks. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah, it was really neat. They just, and she was like one of the head baton twirlers. They did a whole feature on her. I think that's who you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah you'll have to check remember. that out because that just aired. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I think it was. Yeah, and that one covers all of the parks because I knew I only made it through halfway, and I think it was only dealing with Disneyland at the at that time. So that oh, one's covering yeah. everything, correct? Okay. Yeah, it was both parks. Yeah, it was Disneyland, the cruise, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney World. So yeah, the Disney World portion was definitely the um, Sugar Rush Girls, the Baton Twirlers, and they did the um, Grave Diggers too. Oh, neat. I need to see that. Yeah, you have to watch it because it's really neat. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll show it again. Um, but it was on Freeform last week. Okay, have I'm looking Hocus that up. <laughs> have a Hocus Pocus. Did y'all watch the show? Because I sat in the last one. Um, I tend to do the very last show in the midnight one just so that the crowds have kind of thinned out some. But what did y'all think about it? I loved it. It was great. We love it. I, I love... I know it's kind of surrounded around... You know, you see all the villains, and but it's just people that you don't get to see on stage very often. And so I really enjoyed that. 
I agree. I really wish that they had more villains in the parks or, you know, other than just Halloween when they tend to come out. Because even, like, with the parade, like, where you get to see the villains at the very end, um, I like the show, like, I'm just like you are. I like to see all the villains come out and, you know, do their thing. I like Maleficent, honestly. Like, I thought her part was actually pretty interesting. Yes, that's our favorite part of the Halloween parade is the villains. We are big villain fans. I did something this year with the parade. I watched the first parade and the second parade, just kind of to do a little test of which one I might enjoy the most. And um, I did it and I watched it in two different areas to see which area I liked watching the parade the best. Um, And for me, I still enjoy the first parade better than the second. Why did you think that? Um, I felt like, um, now I watched the first parade over across from Country Bear Jamboree, and um, I just felt like in that area, you know, you've got all of the people lined up, and there's just such a, you know, excitement in the air. Um, The people, the characters, as they're going down the parade, I felt like I got more character interaction. You know how they'll kind of come over to the line and interact with you just a little bit as they pass by. Right. I just felt like that I got more character interaction and more excitement from the first one than I did the second one. Um, Now on the second one, I placed myself more towards the exit of the park and it was less crowded, but um, it just to me didn't have the same feel. And the pro though was as soon as it was over, I was at the door and kind of could leave and, you know, get out of there before the main crowd um, you know, got to the buses. So it did kind of help with transportation getting there, you know, at the beginning. Was the um, second parade, you feel like less crowded? I did, um, but I was in a different spot. So right. I don't know if that had something to do with it. I was kind of over by Tony's. Um, so I thought that that parade was a little less crowded, but I still did not enjoy it as well. I mean, I, I liked both of them. But I enjoyed the first one better. Yeah. I wonder, it, does the parade start from back at the back end by um, uh, Splash Mountain over there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So you were, when you were the first parade, you were standing by the Country Bear Jamboree, you said? Yes. So I was more towards the beginning of the yeah, parade. Yeah. So and you the were probably getting parade the that I watched. characters coming right out. And then at the end, exactly. you were getting them towards the end of the parade route (laughs) exactly and that was their second parade and it was at the end so that could have you know had a little bit of an effect um but I really I like the location of where I stood next to country bear jamboree better myself yeah that's a good area see I did the second parade but I like the second parade because I like to do the rides and trick-or-treating during the time that everybody else is doing the first parade because your crowds are gonna like, your wait times aren't very long to begin with, but they're walk-ons at that point. Right. Everybody yes. else yes, is doing the parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the people so that have do... young children like to do the first parade first, you know, and then exactly. get that through with. Yeah, we like to watch the second parade. Um, also, because once my kids sit down for, like, to wait for something, that late at night, they yeah. are just done. <laughs> so, we usually just sit down, watch the second parade, and then head out. And we watch it on Main Street as well. Um, And you kind of get that added bonus of uh, the shops. If you sit out in front of those when the doors open, you kind of get a nice, cool breeze. So um, we we usually check out the parade on Main Street. So then I am the only first parade. Like, I'm the only vote for that then, huh? <laughs> I honestly, I do the first parade with kids. I really think that maybe if you had stood in the same spot for the second parade, you might have felt like I don't know if you would have felt different. You know what I mean? I know, I do. I wonder <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to be right there where I could exit as soon yeah, as I know. That's a good. I, that's a good point. Yes, <laughs> for sure. That would be my husband. He would like have one foot out of the exit at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but the parade is a highlight for my entire family. Oh my god, so it's my it favorite. Is, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a must do for us and this year it was a must do twice. 
Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea to do it twice. I don't know why I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, we do the Christmas party. We do it twice for our kids, but our kids like the Christmas party. I've only, like, this is my very first Halloween party, and I can tell you that I can't pick favorites, but I like this parade more than I like the Christmas party parade. And I can also say that I may just become, like, a second parade person. Like, I don't, there was just so much more to do during the first parade. You know, like, they're just, everybody else is so occupied. Well, that's true. So, yeah. I don't, it just, it's just more of a preference as to what you want to do. But yeah, seeing the parade twice is usually, that's usually a fun, different experience for everybody to go through. Cause you do, you get different. It's, it can be enthusiastic, but it also depends on how the characters are. Yeah. It's different energy. Also feeling at the time. Right, it's yeah. different energy for sure. What about the fireworks? Did y'all like the fireworks? We love the fireworks, but the one thing about this show that I really like is that you don't have to be right in front mm-hmm. of the castle to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of do the same thing where we enjoy the rides and then wherever we happen to be when the fireworks go off, we just sit and watch them there. And yeah, it's a different perspective than if you were right in front of the hub, but you still get a really good view of the fireworks because they kind of go off all around the park. Um, so we really enjoy watching them and riding the rides at the same time. Yeah. I think that's good for people who have been there before because you could, you can yes. see those fireworks from ever wherever you are. And it's actually kind of cool. Like if you're on Tomorrowland Speedway and they're going off, you could still see them over there. Uh, you have really good views back there. Uh, but yeah, if it's like a first timer going, you'd want to stay in front of the castle just to have that experience. But yeah, if yeah. you've been there before, you don't have to do that every single time. <laughs> what I do like about being in the hub is if you're going to be in the hub and towards the finale, they have that 360 feel. That is amazing. Like just seeing mm-hmm. them going off. Yeah, around you're right. Feel. Yeah. I mean, that was actually like, I love their fireworks. And that to me was the best portion of it was seeing them all go off at once. Um, and you just feel so engulfed by them. But like, as I mean, that was me as a first time. You're like, next time I could probably be on a ride. I actually want to see them going down seven doors, mine train. Uh, that is my goal one day. <laughs> so, so wait, where did you stand this time? You were in the hub? I was in the hub, so we were actually kind of close to, like, Casey's. We were a little further back than what we normally were, but it was just because we wanted to easily move into, like, the parade spot. Right, right, yeah. So, but, I mean, you don't have to stand very close because there's no projections. I mean, there's there's some projections, but they're not, like, as if you're watching Happily Ever After, and you have to be able to see the projections. So, we were a little further back, but I loved it. It was... It's one of my top fireworks shows that I, I have now. And we didn't, now that I think about it, we didn't even speak about Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Did y'all see the show at Haunted Mansion? They brought out those extra characters? No, so, what do they do? Um, so it was, it's actually a woman and she tells jokes and then she also has a butler. So we saw the butler, um, we saw her walking past us afterwards, but the butler will actually interact with everybody that's standing there watching him. And he just has like very, I don't, his demeanor is just, it's so funny. Like some of the stuff that he was saying, but he still had that very dark presence to him. And then just seeing like Haunted Mansion lit up the way that it was with like the changing colors and the fog, like he went so well with it. Um, But I have seen a lot of videos of, woman that actually comes out and she does the exact same thing um y'all should have i mean even if you're able to go youtube it like it is actually worth just standing there for a few minutes like after you get off the haunted mansion ride and just watching them perform because they were pretty cool oh my gosh that's awesome i almost had a feeling this time of you know we would be walking around and we would walk up on things like that we would walk up on characters kind of like the old days of disney um, when you would just find characters walking out and around and, you know, we would stop and take our picture with them. Um, it kind of gave me those old days of Disney feel, um, this party, 
walking around in some of the things that we would see and be able to stop and um, take advantage of just right then and there versus needing to stand in a line or something like that. Yeah, that's the part I mm-hmm. missed the most about it <laughs> from the old days from when I was little. <laughs> and I think that's what has to do with like the dance parties, like you guys were saying, like the characters are just there. They're, they're kind of interacting with the kids that are around them at that time. And that's how it used to be when I was little. And those are the things that me and my sisters remember the most about it, you know? So those are great memories to have for these kids when they're at these parties. Cause it's, you know, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. It's very different from your everyday park day that you go to. Uh, so it's just a fun event for sure. It's definitely worth, I mean, I know I ha- there's a lot of people that debate the ticket price on this and to me, the rides, the character interaction, like your rare characters, the parades, the fireworks, I think all of that is worth the money. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't second guess spending the money to go to this hard ticket event. I, I would agree. I agree. Yeah. Not at all. Agreeing 100%. Right. Did any of you all do the uh, special magic shots? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did the one at the front, like, at the entrance. I did it as we were actually leaving. Um, and that one had the hoardless has- head. Oh, I'm sorry. The hoardless <laughs> the I headless horseman. I want to, like, switch the words around. <laughs> That's what I did before. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that picture. Like, they had us, of course, like, you have to give, like, an expression. Like, you're shocked or scared. I can't remember what exactly they told us to do. But, um that's actually a pretty awesome picture because you have like the magic kingdom sign in the background and it's all foggy and I'm not mistaken. Like even the train was still sitting there too, but then, then they, of course they add, they add him in there. I'm not going to say it again because I will just completely butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that's actually, that's one of those shots that we went ahead and, and we got it because it's not something that we have every day and that was the only one that we honestly did because we didn't do any kind of memory maker this time just because we were only there for just the party so I wasn't intending on taking a lot of pictures but that one was worth standing in line I've also heard that the Haunted Mansion one is actually awesome too because that one has the the hitchhikers in it oh that's neat. yeah we did uh we did that one and then when you come off of the Haunted Mansion they have uh one with the uh, the carriage that sits out front, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a uh, skeleton that's driving the carriage when you get your magic shot back. So it's that was really cool. We like that. And uh, then our picture in front of the castle that you take on Main Street. Uh, they had my oldest daughter holding a like rotten apple over a big potion. Uh, a big pot of like potion stuff. So there, there were some really cool wins. So that was kind of on our bucket list this year was to try some of the photo pass magic shots and, and get those. So it, it was really cool. I, I'm glad we did. Did it. you have to um, ask to find out where some of them are? No, um, I had looked it up ahead of time and I'm trying to think if they show some of them on the map, um, but we had seen them. At previous years when we went, it usually, you know, the lines would be long or we just didn't want to do it. But we, we kind of made that a priority this year to do them. And we really, we loved all That's of them. Neat. They were great. Do you think you can get in a full day of Magic Kingdom experiences during the party hours? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going to agree to. Yeah, I think so I too. Yeah. I have that question a lot from clients as they're trying to decide if they're having to kind of make a decision do we do a party or do we do a full day at Magic Kingdom or have the party as our second day and um, I feel like that you can get in a full day um, during the party hours and see what I personally like to do for parties is I like to take off the morning like I don't that is not a park day for me like I take that day off and then we head to the parks about three o'clock But it's kind of our relaxation day, knowing that we're going to go to the party and we're going to be able to do a lot more rides than what we normally are able to do Mm -hmm. without a fast pass. Exactly. Um, Because you are able to fast pass, but you're only able to fast pass from like 4 to 6 p.m. And that gives you, give or take, about two to three fast passes that you can do. But you really don't, 
I mean, you're not offered the fast pass during that time period, but you really don't even need one. Because even Seven, Seven Doors Mind Team, when we were there, had a 25-minute wait. Right. That's unheard of. Absolutely. You know? So I would... I think that you can do a lot more than what you can normally do on a daily basis. Yeah, no, that's true. There's a lot less people there during the parties than during the day, for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you go in September, like we usually do, it's cooler. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Did you all try any of the specialty, the snacks that are just offered during the party? I looked at them. <laughs> <laughs> I stood right next to Sleepy Hollow and stared at one of the cupcakes for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but I did not indulge. I was being a good girl that evening. <laughs> well, I wait all year for the candy corn soft serve ice cream. It's my favorite. I love it. Um, so I always get really excited about that. I bet that does have to be good. It sounds good. If you like, <laughs> if you like candy corn, it is very good. <laughs> Where do they have it at? Oh, it's um, at, it's over by um, Tomorrowland. Oh, what is the name of that? Um, I'm drawing a blank. It's the little refreshment spot, and they serve ice cream. Oh, kind of other... close to, like, Buzz Lightyear? Like, on the other side of where the store is at? Is that it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I do know that. That's worth looking into next time. <laughs> and that's a yearly thing, correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. What's a yearly thing? The ice cream thing? Or do they only do that ice cream type in the at the party? They, I think they only oh, do it okay. during the party. But they have special snacks that they only offer during right. the parties. Well, aren't there some snacks that move from being specific to the party, like August and September? But once they hit into October, they actually become, like, staples of, like, their normal everyday snacks? They may be, but we, we usually only go in um, – September, so oh, okay. that could be why they're special to me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's when we go to. <laughs> okay, well, this has been an awesome discussion on Mickey's Not So Scary. If you do want to book a travel to the next party, you can always reach out to any of the agents on MarvelousMouseTravels.com and they can help you. So thank you so much for joining our first podcast uh, with Marvelous Mouse Talk. Join us next week for our next podcast um, where we'll be discussing Epcot's Food and Wine Festival.